0: Hello, my name is Federico Toledo and welcome to the Quality Sense Podcast, where you will have the chance to improve your sense for quality by listening to some leaders who are amazing at what they do in the software industry. In each show, I'll have a one-on-one chat with them discussing specific topics related to software testing and quality. Today, I'm going to share with all of you my conversation with Elizabeth Hawke. Mostly known as Lizzie Hawk. She's a very recognized tester in the agile testing community. She won the award for Most Influential Agile Testing Professional in 2019. Also, you may know her for her approach to personal challenges, which will be our main topic of conversation today. We also discussed her recent article, I Am White where she shared her thoughts and learning journey related to the privileges white people have over others and how to be more aware, learn more and act. I loved the whole conversation with Lizzie, I hope you can learn something new from it, a new perspective or new questions to ask yourself, maybe a new personal challenge, enjoy! Welcome, Lissy, to the show. Thank you so much for accepting the invitation. How are you today?
1: Thanks for the invite. I'm really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm doing fine. What about you?
0: I'm I'm pretty good, pretty good. Uh, after a short vacation I took a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, I feel re- re-energized.
1: Yeah, so you see another picture, right? Uh, yeah. Get a different view on things.
0: Yeah, exactly. time really helps. And something that I wanted to to mention is that. Uh, it 's amazing to see how you challenge yourself and also you share those challenges in in your social media and, and for, for instance I, I really enjoyed the the article you wrote about learning your learning journey uh, about racism and discrimination and the, why, the privileges that white people have over other people and for those who haven 't read this article yet can you summarize some ideas uh, that you shared there
1: yeah for sure so this year was quite disruptive i guess for many people and it also triggered me to think in new ways especially as um what happened the events that happened in the us um, that were becoming really obvious and explicit on social media so it popped up in my bubble because, unfortunately, I am living in a bubble. And, well, for some time I knew that there's a lot more to learn. There's a lot more to listen to people, stories that need to be told, but also be listened to, and also by myself. So this year, when things happened, it really got to my attention again, as hopefully for many others, too. And it really triggered me to think differently this time, because, I mean, I know about the problem. I know about how systemic these things are, like system uh, as as racism and, and other systems of oppression as well. And I know that for some years now, but to really dig deeper and to really see what what that means see what it means for me personally what i do to contribute to that system that i might not want to uphold but actually i do and um, i i felt that there was a lot of talk about this and we rather need action and that's also what i what i lacked for myself basically to really take action, not to just be aware, yes, there's a problem and it's not existing since yesterday, it's like long term problem. But really take action, change things. Change how I um how I yeah, how I behave. So I felt I needed to dig deeper. And this was the time when I said, okay, nothing else is as important. I, I even stopped another challenge I was working on. I just Focus on that one and try to take first steps uh, towards the direction of educating myself, of listening to others, of increasing my bubble, but also take those first actions myself. And afterwards, I want to share this journey with others, especially people who are like me and who hopefully also might get inspired too to actually really do something about it and not just not just talk they want to do <laughs> or, or ignore it even, <laughs> or even you know stay in denial, uh, even worse. And I feel, I mean, this work is, is this lifelong, lifelong learning. It's just a few tiny steps uh, on that journey of trying to do better. And in my blog post, I described those very first steps that I took um, could be, you know, diversifying the input that I receive in my bubble, like my Twitter stream, for example, but also reading books, um, taking uh, tests to test my, my implicit bias, um, taking part in workshops to really learn more, these kind of things. And I'm um, also sharing where I'm personally coming from, uh, what I realized so far. I, I'm, I'm very sure there's more. There's a lot more to uncover especially a lot more to do. (laughs) Um, But that part, I definitely wanted to share and I'm I'm still working on it, of course, but I felt this was the point in time when probably many others, like it was, I think three months after the, after some major events uh, in the US were probably, well, the focus changed for other people. And well, the topics changed and I felt it, doesn't have to change, it must not change actually. It's still a problem until it's solved. And that's taking a whole while. So this was kind of a completely different challenge for me this year than just not, not focusing only on my personal growth in the sense of career development or, or learning new skills um, that I can, I can use in my everyday job, but really grow as a person and step up more because I feel that's what I need to do, and I'm still lacking. And yeah, I, I'm still on that journey, so far, far from from finished. But hopefully, with every tiny step, I'm getting better.
0: Yeah, this is this is the problem with bias, right? Is that we. D- in most of the cases, we don't know we have this bias. And learning from others, and I, you made me uh, add a lot of books, and even uh, documentaries, and, and things to to learn more, and also, you contributed also to to my own learning journey, so I, I really appreciate that, and I hope as you mentioned m- that more people get uh, inspired by, by your first steps and also they can take the- their first steps too. This bias is affecting the lives of so many people and we have to do something about it.
1: That's, that's really great to hear and yes that's the core of it because just because I'm fine doesn't mean that everyone yeah. else is far
0: mm-hmm. from them. <laughs> so. So um, before we we delve into the main topic, uh, I want to to know a little bit, how did you end up working in software testing?
1: Well, I stumbled into it. Um, So it rather happened by chance, from my point of view, or sheer luck, because I didn't know what what I'm going to work on after university. but I knew I wanted to work on my master's thesis um, with a topic that I'm, you know, at least interested in, if not passionate about. So I chose the topic of uh, computer games, uh, which I'm really passionate about. And uh, back then I got this as a chance to, um, to take as a topic because nobody else wrote about computer games in China before, at least at my university back then. And just by taking that leap of faith and asking my professor about it, can I do that, and being actually allowed to do that, I gained confidence and said, okay, why not applying in the computer games industry right after university? Because if I don't do it, I'll regret it. So this happened, and actually I found a job at a small startup, very, very small, and they were, they were not developing computer games, but a, an AI middleware for computer game developers. And I ended up there as a game designer, even though I'm not coming from the background, they just gave me a chance. So really, I got support from the beginning and I found myself to be suddenly in a small software development team, something I I wouldn't have ever expected um, to to end up basically in software development and tech. Uh, But I love computers, I love tech and everything, so it was a great place to be. But just after a few months, our tester quit uh, his job and my boss called me in and uh, had a conversation with me. And he said, you know what, what you're currently doing, you're not doing so well. And I was like, (laughs) "What? my world is starting to collapse because I really wanted to stay there. (laughs) Yes. But he continued and said like, but you know, testing, testing could be something for you. And it was like, I have no clue, but I want to stay here, so I'm, I'm going to make it work. <laughs> and by this, you know, gentle push, I discovered that actually this is the area where I can really contribute with my, with my strengths. And suddenly I, I felt, okay, there's a whole new world there that I didn't even realize before. And I'm fitting in perfectly. I really enjoyed it. I I felt I was learning every day. I could contribute to a product uh, constructively in teamwork. Everything, basically, all pieces fell together, and I found my profession. So that's how it all started. And I do, do you think this person
0: the, uh, could see your your skills for for this role before you realized that you were good at it at this?
1: I think there's hard in it yes because i i tended to also ask questions before and i well i can be quite nitpicky which is not great with family and friends but in this job uh it can be a it can be a strength of course if you communicate it properly uh so i think he saw that part but the other part was just hey i need someone doing the job <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> at least that's my assumption
0: but but you like it so far <laughs>
1: i absolutely love it and i'm not looking back i I, I can look forward because there are so many areas to discover in, in the quality uh, area.
0: Well, and this is a good introduction to, to the main topic we, we want to discuss today, which is how you approach your personal challenges. Uh, because I know you have, wrote, uh, you have written a, a lot about it, and also you have given a, a couple of talks uh, about the topic, right? Uh, so what's your approach?
1: I think I found my approach a few years ago um, after joining my first conferences uh, because like I think it was back in 2016 when I found a learning partner. Uh, We met over lunch at the conference and just had a talk. Um, Actually we had a talk about the opening keynote of that conference because it was super inspiring. It really set the atmosphere. It was um, about being brave, getting out of your comfort zone, doing something that scares you, like really inspiring. And we shared, well, what, what is your fear? What, what is it? What's, what's those one thing that really scares you what you would like to do it or try it? Um, it happened to be the same for us because like speaking at an event like a conference like this, oh my gosh, super scary. And at that moment, it happened that uh, Toyama Muji, my learning partner, reached out to me and said, okay, let's make a deal. (laughs) If you submit for next year's conference, I have to submit to a paper to speak there. But if I submit one, well, your turn. You also have to submit a paper to speak here. And and usually I'm not the type of person to agree to these kind of deals right in the moment i'm more like you know i need my time i'm more reserved whatever but it was so inspiring and I thought like oh come on what why not and it just accepted this deal and it was the best thing i ever did because this brought us so far both of us we really held each other accountable uh we could share all the challenges we could share tips everything we made it happen we returned as conference speakers the next year's conference, and even also had the chance to talk at more, one thing came to another, and this was sort of the, the, the setting stone to, to start on this challenge journey, basically, because speaking, public speaking, yeah. which is not something that comes naturally to me, that, that was my very first challenge uh, with the support of my learning partner.
0: So something that I understand is key here is to have someone else uh, to be accountable to, right?
1: Yes, and also you get support, of course, and, and someone to cheer you. I mean, we, we also sat front row in each other's talks, cheering, asking the first question, giving support. That, that's really, it can't be um, emphasized enough because it's making things a lot easier. You don't have to go this way alone. There's another one there to support and um, going the same way with you. So it's a whole different perspective. It wasn't it was still scary, but it was not as scary anymore as going alone. And as this first one was so successful, we said, you know, why not? Why not continue? Because that worked really, really well for us. Um, what about a second pact between us? So we had another one and another one, and now the fourth one. <laughs>
0: I have, I have a question because you are facing something completely new so you are not you don't believe in yourself probably at, the, at that time uh, about doing this so how do you overcome the the, the impostor syndrome because I, I think this is something that is affecting you a lot in, in these challenges
1: right I absolutely agree because as I said it's something completely new you have no clue uh, but you're sort of committed to figuring it out. <laughs> and I I really related to a tweet that Angie Jones posted, I think, yesterday, that it really makes a lot of sense to, you know, it, it's, not, it's not important that you know everything there is in tech. And you cannot ever know that. But it's about finding and you know, building up the confidence in yourself that you know you're going to figure it out. and. Because all the things that I worked on, this is, these things were really new and, and scary, therefore. Um, I really found help in first that Learning Partner, as I said, mental support, encouraging tips. But also making these challenges public helped me in a sense of really, you know, finding the motivation to follow through. To the end to not only plan something and then it ends up in a backlog and then have another idea and I, I'm never gonna do it but this way I felt okay now I really have to make it happen I don't want to disappoint my learning partner but I also don't want to disappoint myself that I can't keep up with the commitments I make publicly um, and this helped me find the next step and a third thing that really um, well, sort of detracts me from feeling not confident at all at the beginning of these kind of experiments is to really phrase it as an experiment. Say, you know, it can also fail. That's fine. I'm going to learn anyway. And to, to help me break it down into smaller steps to, to not have to tackle everything at once, but just small steps, one step after another, I'm learning and always sharing what I'm going to learn which was one of the most scariest parts because I felt, oh my gosh, this might be so basic for someone else. Um, No idea if if it's going to be of value of anyone, but I'm just sharing it for my own learning because this way I force myself to formulate things, to think things through. Did I really understand it? Um, How did I arrive at a solution? Whatnot? And the bonus of that is that I get feedback, of course, on those kind of posts. And it was super encouraging to see, Hey, I'm not alone. It's fine. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Yes. Not at all. Exactly. And we never know what, what might be, you know, something I know for years might be completely new for someone else and vice versa. And that's always going to be the, the, the thing, no matter my, you know, my seniority level or my role or, or my background,
0: it's always yeah. going to be like this. Yeah, totally. I I, I I have had this conversation with many people uh, within uh, the team where I, where I work that, um, you know, when you want to share something, maybe you feel that it's basic because you you know a lot about it. And probably 80% of your audience or the people who is going to read or, or listen to you, they they don't know exactly all the things that you have there to share. So... What we typically do is to pay attention to these 20% of people that probably they already know it, but they are not going to uh, say, ah, shut up. You know, it's like we have to accept that there are more people getting the benefit than people just saying, okay, yeah, I I already knew that.
1: Exactly. And one point that comes to my mind here as well is that when I share it, I will Share it completely differently than you would, or another one would. And we can never know who might be, um, or help whose understanding might be helped by how I tell the story, or how you tell the story, or someone else. Um, even if it might be the same content, just because our perspective is different, it, it's unique, it's, it's how we experience it, it might already, um, fill that gap that someone else needs so it's no problem at all to talk about the same content no matter how many other people already talked about it same with blogging or creating videos whatnot
0: yeah that's it and i guess that in this uh, journey that you were explaining it's really important to ha- to find the, the, the correct partner, I guess. Uh, what's, what what's has been in important in your partner, uh, in, in your challenges?
1: So the first, in the first moment, it was chemistry. So we, we instantly connected. So that already helped uh, kicking it off. Um, in the long run, it also helped that we share the first challenge. Um, so we were working on a common goal that also really helped. Um, and the third thing that I can think of is that we are both people who don't want to let the other one down. So if we commit, we're really committed. And uh, we also hold each other accountable. So I think this makes the ingredient for for a long-term relationship uh, like this. Because, I mean, our partnership is now going on for four years and counting right this is a lot it's it's not a short-term thing anymore um but even for just a few months you need you need to follow up and if no one of those two people would do that or just always the one side i think there would be less lesser chances to make it successful but this way it was it was really really helpful for both of us
0: I'd like to make a short pause to thank Abstracta for sponsoring this podcast. Abstracta is a company fully dedicated to software testing that can work with you to push the quality of your product and processes to the next level. And, uh, well, the first one was giving a talk in a conference and which others did you uh, achieve already?
1: Uh, My second challenge was actually to see how I'm doing as a tester, because I always worked, as I, as I shared, I stumbled into testing. I, I didn't have the educational background and also no one else to learn from. We're, we were a really, really small companies and the tester quit, right? So where to start? It's completely new. And also afterwards, I worked in companies where I was the lone tester. Um, so I really wondered, well, how well am I doing this actually? There's probably more. Other people have different approaches. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's more to learn, but I also wanted to know where I stand. So I figured out, let's pair with other testers from all, all around the world uh, on different kind of topics to really learn um, how different people tackle different challenges. And it was super instrumental. Um, It was very, very insightful to to see those approaches working hands-on on on other topics. I've also worked on a lot more topics this way because hands-on stuff, yeah, as I said, they often landed in the backlog. And then maybe I started working on it and pushed it away. But agreeing with someone else, um, hey, let's meet then to exactly work on this topic. Yes, we followed through and we actually did it. And it felt great um so that was that's the second year D-
0: this pairing was uh, testing the product you were testing
1: uh or? no and um, actually lots of different products so sometimes okay. we just chose um uh, pr- actually applications that are out there maybe a web app or uh, okay. whatnot whatever we can share or uh, an open source uh, product only in few cases uh, we worked on on confidential stuff but i also wanted to blog about it so it was Usually better oh, okay. to make
0: sense.
1: Yes, to to start out um, on a, on a page where we can really share about it. So that that was a super cool experience to see um, to see myself grow. Also, acc- like um, from from day one, first peering session until I think I think I did twenty five sessions in the end. I planned Whoa. for ten, but in the end it like totally exploded, and I learned so much of it and to see that I actually got better. I mean, I only can compare myself to myself in the past. And I really got better. I knew a lot more. I had a lot more tools in my tool belt suddenly. um, That was that was absolutely cool.
0: Are you still painting with with some other testers in the community or maybe with the developers or with someone else inside the the company?
1: I do. Less, this year, less than before because of, well, it, it's, it's sort of yeah. a disruptive year, but I, the pairing part worked so well, uh, both within my company, but also outside the company because, yeah, it also um, helped my network a lot. But it was so successful that I decided, okay, also for the third challenge, which, w- which I'm calling Code Confident Challenge, um, to pair up again with people. And here also a lot more developers came into play. Uh, learning from them how, they, how, how to debug a problem, how to really phrase a great Google search so you instantly find the, the answer to, your, to what you're looking for, right? That's just key. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, and to build up the confidence that I can actually also uh, contribute in code, that I can also program, because I'm not coming from that background, right? And uh, as a child, I never expected to end up in software development. I thought, you know, I'm so far behind already, I have no chance to catch up because other people, like, other people started maybe at age six or eight. And <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I had a yeah, course I- in university, one, <laughs> you know. Um, but that helped me a lot to build up confidence that I can contribute in completely other ways than other people might expect from a tester with them. More exploratory background um, that I can also contribute in, yeah, as I said, in, in lots of different fashions, um, which helps me still today as well. So it, it was all about confidence.
0: Yeah, so that was your third uh, it was challenge, the third.
1: yes, yes,
0: and, and the last one.
1: Uh, no, this year I also started one. I had um, so I didn't finish it because um, of the recent movements. Well, I started out to learn about, to learn a lot more about security Mm -hmm. um, because I felt this is also yet another really huge area, really scary, because it requires a lot of knowledge all over the place and puzzle things together. I was always intrigued um, by the field of security testing, also years ago, but I felt, okay, now let's make it concrete. Let's make our toes wet, you know. (laughs) And um, dive deeper and tell those stories from what I learned. Again, I only started it, so there are only a few posts out. Um, I still hope to pick it up again, um, maybe in a different form. Let's see what comes, but... Uh, there's definitely more more coming and uh, the, the area of security is not yet done.
0: <laughs> cool. So <laughs> if uh, I ask you about what's your next challenge, probably is to continue with this one, right?
1: It probably I'm um, continuing with this one, but maybe also in, other, in another form, because there's another idea for next hmm. year's uh, packed with my learning partner. I, I can't share yet, but okay. <laughs> uh, we have something in mind already. Uh, something together again. So could be that the security project is sort of another challenge than on the side.
0: (laughs) Excellent. So uh, one, I have a couple of final questions to uh, wrap up this amazing interview. Um, First is related to habits. Do you have any habits that you consider it helps you to um, your productivity or, your, or improving your life or in, in some way?
1: Um, I'm always looking out for new habits uh, to build on. Um, but yeah, habits need time to,
0: mm-hmm. to be built
1: because only after maybe two months, maybe sometimes for me even longer, I really do it naturally and uh, don't think about it anymore because then I have it incorporated in my, in my daily daily life um i think the most essential one was really about learning as well so i have a habit of like i think for, for years now even before i felt my learning partner um, to always learn one thing new every day just i mean it could be a tiny tiny bit it could be it doesn't have to be a, a fully understood topic of course but just Maybe read one blog post. That's enough, five minutes. Or check my Twitter stream, because there I got a lot of inspiration for, for new knowledge uh, in, in a short and quick doses. Um, continue reading a book, whatnot. Maybe watch a talk. Um, and as I said, it could be just, just a few minutes. It doesn't have to be long, but every day. That's the key. And, and I. Do you, like take,
0: do, do you take notes of what's the new learning?
1: Um, not on the content. I, I just followed that habit by like, did I do it today? Like, okay. uh, to build up a streak, uh, just use this, just, there's, there are apps out there to help you uh, with that, to remind you also, Hey, have you done that already today? Um, which really helped me to, to incorporate that in my, in my life. And then in the end, I ended up doing that while commuting to work. Nowadays, I'm working from home, but I still find time because it's already deep inside that I, I need to do this every day, even just for a few minutes. So that that helped me a lot.
0: Cool. And uh, what about books? Do you have any book to recommend?
1: I actually have a lot of books to recommend, <laughs> <laughs> um, but for today, I because as we talked about my article, I am white in the beginning. Today, I would really recommend people to read a related book it's called so you want to talk about race and it's by Ijoma Olu. we can maybe link it in in the session notes yeah I will I would really recommend this one to to get a starting point uh, especially one of her exercises that she paints out in the book um, all around privilege is helped me immensely to understand all those biases and, and, and that I build up and my own lived experience and how it differs from others' lived experiences, um, which is simply to take note of the privileges you have. And they can be really manifold. It's not as easy just, you know, my skin color, um, but there are so, so many. Um, if you read the post that I wrote, there are also examples to give you an idea. And I started to write those down, take notes, have a weekly reminder if I found something else to add it. And I'm still adding to this list. <laughs> this really opened my eyes, but I would really recommend to, to read the full book.
0: Excellent. I, I will share the link for sure in the, in the notes. and. Um, uh, the last question would be: Is there anything you would like to invite listeners to to do or to subscribe to your to, to your blog or reach out in social media or whatever?
1: So, of course, I'd be happy if you come across my blog. Uh, that's the main um, the main source where I'm I'm sharing my thoughts, what I learned. So, you can find all um, input there. Also, recommended resources. I. I created pages, not only for testing quality, but also on the topic of inclusion, these kind of things, or speaking at conferences. So if you wanna know how I do it, there's the place to go uh, to read about my challenges, everything, so my blog is the main source to go to. But if you wanna reach out directly, or maybe also have a pairing session with me, uh, just feel free to ping me on Twitter, just write me at DM, that's uh, the place where you're gonna find me. and I'd be happy to hear from you
0: amazing thank you so much i'm i'm really honored so thank you so much for your time
1: thanks so much for having me was a real pleasure
0: bye bye i hope your sense for quality got better after this conversation Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe to Quality Sense Podcast. Tell your friends, your family, your colleagues or whoever you think can benefit from listening to it. I hope to see you soon. Adios, amigos.